When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2605. An Introduction to Frugal Hedonism by Annie Razor Rowland with becomingminimalist.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Thanks so much for joining me once again on Optimal Finance Daily. This is a show where I read blog articles about personal finance with the author's permission. I like to say that the bloggers wrote the songs and I get to perform the covers. So without further ado, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. An Introduction to Frugal Hedonism by Annie Razor Rowland with becomingminimalist.com. If you're listening to this blog, it's almost certain that you, like me, live in one of the wealthiest countries in the world in an age of material convenience and luxury unimaginable to 99% of the humans who have come before us. We should be ecstatic, but most of us aren't. We're clearly doing a very poor job of turning our historically unprecedented wealth into happiness. Where did we go wrong? And is there a way to grab the reins back and gallop into the golden meadows of contentment? you'd think such a lucky society would be frolicking in? Answering this question was the motivation behind writing The Art of Frugal Hedonism, a guide to spending less while enjoying everything more. Now, before you protest that frugal hedonism is surely a contradiction in terms, listen on. For most of our species' time on this planet, we've suffered from being too cold, too hungry, and having to work too hard to meet basic needs. We've had millennia to become programmed to always consume whatever we can get our hands on because tougher times could be lurking around the corner. But now we've carried that programming into an age where there is so much for us to consume that is hurting us rather than helping us. Easy mistake to make. Let's start unmaking it. Even those of us familiar with minimalism can struggle to shake off the mentality encouraged by a million advertising campaigns that the good life and treating yourself are achieved by spending and that consuming less is a sacrifice, something goody two-shoes do for the sake of saving money or saving the world. And at first glance, it does seem that consuming less requires more effort. Ride a bike instead of driving? Make a thermos of coffee every morning instead of stopping at Starbucks? Pump up the stereo and clean the house with nothing but some old shirts cut into rags, a bucket of water, and your God-given muscles? 
Yet an oversupply of consumables, what most of us modern first-worlders consider necessary, actually has a nasty tendency to sneak up behind us and pop out in the form of effort we need to expend. Examples? The effort of going to the gym or weight loss group or doctor because you were oversupplied with cheap foods and labor-saving devices. The effort of taking your what's-it in for repair or finding a replacement part for it or getting it steam cleaned or syncing it with your other what's-it. Not to mention the effort of going to work to pay for all of those services. A frugal hedonist is not sucked in by false convenience, but opts for the more elegant efficiency of a little self-reliance here and there and a little creativity. Chop up that Whopper pumpkin that you grew with a hatchet and make it into enough soup to replace 10 takeaway lunches. Then hang out your laundry because you're too thrifty to use a dryer. Walk to the shops instead of driving and base your holidays around hiking to waterfalls rather than eating at new cafes in different places. Instead of taking your kids or yourself to the movies or the mall for entertainment, loll about in the nearest patch of sunny grass for an hour and count how many types of bugs you can spot. Make these kinds of choices for a while, and you'll find that staying financially and physically healthy starts to take care of itself. And true hedonism requires both kinds of health to bloom. There's also profound pleasure in the power of acknowledging that you don't need to get everything you want. Your children don't need to get everything they want. Previous generations took this for granted, but our age has confused not getting what you want with deprivation. Tap into the gutsy spirit of your forebears and get on with enjoying life with an outdated cell phone and mismatched crockery. Perhaps the most brilliant side effect of restricting our consumption is that it keeps us alive to pleasure. Setting lean against luscious is one of the key mantras of a frugal hedonist. Getting into a steaming hot shower feels eight times more delicious if you've just cycled home through a rainstorm than if you drove there in a heated car. Scoring an amazing cashmere sweater from a thrift store is much more exciting if you don't have a thicket of impulse buys looming guiltily at you from an overcrowded wardrobe. Buying a fresh mango from a street stall to eat messily on a summer's afternoon park bench can only be as succulent to someone who doesn't grab a chocolate bar every time they go through a supermarket checkout. A frugal hedonist declares that it's ridiculous to suffer from the living being too good and looks for the sweet spot. She accepts that we are pleasure-seeking animals, but refuses to accept that decadence can only be achieved by spending money. He keeps himself financially free enough to do what he really loves, by ongoingly questioning the comfort and convenience spending that our society has convinced us is normal. Let's stop denying ourselves the full benefits of a materially modest, sensually indulgent lifestyle. Let's get frugally hedonistic. You just listened to the post titled An Introduction to Frugal Hedonism by Annie Razor Rowland with becomingminimalist.com. And I'll be right back with my commentary. I absolutely loved this article. I found myself nodding my head as I agreed with so many of the thoughts expressed here. 
It also reminded me of a little manifesto I wrote for an event I produce called the Economy Conference. It says, quote, We believe happiness comes from freedom, creativity, and community. We subscribe to a new American dream that doesn't include excessive material possessions, conveniences, and money. We want more self-directed time, more mental space, and more connection with the people we love. Resourcefulness is gratifying. Effort is the spice of life. Sharing is caring. We are not consumerist suckas. We DIY, we optimize, we cook amazing food. We believe happiness is less about pleasure and much more about the expansion of possibility. We tap into the incredible abundance that surrounds us, end quote. And that brings us to the end for today. Thank you so much for listening all the way through and I'll catch you tomorrow for our next episode where your optimal life awaits.